So what's the last year been like for you? What's been like the biggest highs and the biggest lows? Uh, in the past year? Yeah. I'd say, um, I mean, just the, 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 I guess, adjustment of how things been going. You know what I mean? You, you shift going from one thing to literally spark to another. You know what I mean? And it's just like just the adjustment and adapting to uh, just the, the, the pandemic, uh, just life and the world. You know what I mean? So I would say that's like the low, but then it's a high too at the same time because it's kind of like building you a little bit. You know what I mean? It's kind of like preparing you, prepping you. It's, it's, it's toughening you up a little bit. And I'm the type of person, like, I, I adapt. Like, I adapt to my environment. So, like, anytime I'm in, like, a critical situation, like, I think on my feet fast. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't always call, like, this past year from, like, the pandemic and stuff, like, a bad thing. It's, it was, in a sense, you had to get some type of positive out of it. So I would just say that, just the adaption and, you know what I mean, just adjusting. And what, what did it do for you creatively? Uh, just music, of course, you know what I mean? Like, once you, once you, when you're an artist, an artist, you know what I mean? And you stuck in a position where you have nothing but, you know, your mental and your creativeness, you tap into what's, you know, what you do best. And that's, you know, music. One of the things I do best is music. You know what I mean, I think all day. So, like, that's kind of what I tapped in. I dropped the Project Red Flu during the pandemic. You know what I mean? Something to feed my supporters. Everybody listening to music the whole time. I mean, that's really what everything was with streaming and stuff like that. So I just used that to my advantage. Yeah, I could hear it in Red Flu. I, I love that drip set record. Anybody yeah. who wears like XL jerseys in 2021, like I'm going to be yeah. a record. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was bringing, was bringing a dip set vibe. Yeah, exactly. I, I thought that was a really cool project. And I think I'll get into that later. Um, mm -hmm. When you were coming up, what do you think you did differently at the time to set you apart from the rest of the city? I think it was just like more so like my delivery, my swag and my my appearance. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm just somebody that nobody looks like. You know what I mean? Like I I I was that that one that girl that nobody knew was a girl at one point sometimes. You know what I mean? They thought I was a boy. Um but you know come to find out I'm actually a woman that's you know talking about other women. Um I I had the two braids, I had the gold grills. Like, you know, I just was different. You know what I mean? I was my, myself. And I just think me being myself and what I was comfortable in is what stood me out from everybody. Yeah, and I feel like that's what really made me tap into you early on. I was like, oh, my God, she can rap her ass off. Because, like, mm -hmm. New York wasn't exactly in that space where lyricism was at the forefront back when you right. were off in, like, you know, 2014, 2013. Like, right. dancing records were kind of more of the thing, if that makes right. sense. Or, like, taking stuff from other cities. But, like, right. you you were just rapping your ass off. Like, mm -hmm. I, I remember when the Chirac remix came out, I was like, yeah. like, that that was crazy to me. I listened to it like a million times. Yeah, and that's when Chicago had it. You know, Chicago don't fight a drill vibes from Chicago was going on. And, you know, of course, I'm from my city, so I'm not going to sound like a Chicago dude. I'm going to put that Brooklyn sound on a on Chicago beat or whatever I got to do. And that was actually Nicki Minaj. So, like, that's, you know, still New York. Yeah, exactly. But I actually get into that. I feel like one of the more unique aspects about your come up is that you're not limited to your sound in New York. Like, for example, today you dropped a beatbox remix with uh, that, that's a Florida beat. And at the beginning of your career, you gained notoriety, notoriety for that Chirac freestyle that we were talking about. Why do you think you're not limited by your region sound wise? Uh, well, one thing about freestyles when it comes to that, like, I always like try to tap into like 
the 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 the, the rhythm and and the vibe of the actual song. So anytime I do a freestyle and stuff like that, of course I'm always me on it, but I'm not gonna always sound the same. You know what I mean? I'm I'm gonna switch up the flow a little bit, but I'm gonna still sound like me. I can never not sound like me because I'm literally me on every song. You know what I mean? So like my flow ain't gonna always be that same flow. It's not, it's just not gonna be like the same. Like I have certain beats that I feel like I can rap this way and I have certain beats where I feel like I should rap this way, but I'm still gonna sound like Young and Me. You know what I mean? And I just, I just, like I said, I learned to adapt, man. Like when it, when it come to music, like I've studied it for so long since I was a kid. So like, I just know to, to, to just cross into that lane of like, right, I'm gonna put myself in this world. You know what I mean? I'm a lock in right here and I'm gonna still be me at the same time. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's some, some things just be hard to explain. It's just, it's just being just an artist and being creative and being passionate about what you do. And you just, you just stand out sometimes. No, I get it. It's just like, it's just so different because I feel like for most New York rappers, they kind of stick to the New York sound, which isn't bad, but like mm -hmm. you, you're, you're able to like branch out and still sound so Brooklyn. It's yeah, just yeah. Like you don't see that a lot, especially in New York, because New York exactly. has such an overpowering, you know, presence to it. You're still right. able to, to switch. I feel, like that, I feel like we, New York, New York probably more in that space now. I feel like I grew up in the era of where things was a little different, like 50 Cent, for example. He, he, he was one of those artists that, you know what I mean? He was able to switch it up, you know what I mean? Go this way, go this way. Jay-Z, same thing. You know what I mean? These are artists I grew up on. So like I've seen and witnessed and studied the way they, they you know, maneuvered in music. You know what I mean? It wasn't always like a song cry for Jay-Z or it wasn't always a, a um, you know what I mean? Like a Marcy type John, like he, he went big pimping. You know what I mean? He went change clothes. Like, you know what I mean? Like Jay-Z, but he still sound like Jay-Z, but the vibe was always different. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? The vibe, and I, and I say that all the time, is like you can still sound like yourself, but you can, you can switch the vibe, you can switch, switch like just your delivery on a song, but it's gonna always sound like Young and May, or it's gonna always sound like 50, or it's gonna always sound like Jay-Z, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I never thought about it like that. Uh, and you yeah. just named all of my favorite Hope songs, by the way. Song Cry is like my favorite Jay-Z song ever. Yeah, you can tap into those links, just like when I did, um, when I did, um, uh, damn, what's the name of it? Forgetting my own damn song, Stubborn Ass. You know what I mean? Like that's like more of a poetic side of me where I get more deep into relationships and the, the realistic of relationships, but I still sound like young men. Then I can go into a big drip, you know what I mean? Or ooh, or a petty wop, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's just, that's just the, the type of shit I studied growing up. Nah, and you know, I just never put the two and two together because like mm -hmm. 50 had West Coast production, you know, mm -hmm. like Ray and stuff like that. He wasn't always all New York and Chain Clothes is, is a Pharrell beat. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a Neptune's beat. Yeah. Neptune. And uh, it's it, I never put that together. How other how New York incorporates other coasts. Thank, mm -hmm. you, thank you for that. Mm -hmm. um, what do you think of the of how the New York sound has developed in the last few years? Uh, I think New York kind of been. I think New York was uh, for the past few years been kind of like pulling pulling each direction, trying to pull something together to make the city. I guess the city again. You know what I mean in this sense. And I feel like you know. Uh, when when Bobby, shout out to Bobby and Rowdy, you know, welcome home. Um, I feel like when they came out, you know, they it was like it was like it felt like New York again. Just the just the the swag of New York. You know what I mean? Like we we cocky, we we wild. You know what I mean? We we spit too. You know what I mean? We get thorough, we get aggressive. And I felt like when Bobby came out with that, 
it, it, it was like, it was just like a spark, like reminding New York, like, this is what we do. Like, stop playing with us. You know what I mean? And I feel like from then, nobody can take that away from, from them. That, that, that level, you know, it, it came back around slowly but surely. You know what I mean? And now we got the drill sound. You know what I mean? With the, you know, Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke came, took over his unfortunate rest in peace. You know what I mean? That his, his, his life was cut short. But that came in and, like, it's just, it kind of re-reminded New York on, like, New York. Like, remember, we started this. Like, this is this us. We ain't got to copy nobody. You know what I mean? We don't got to copy no other sound. Like, so, and that's just where my mind was at more. Like, it was just like, we lyrical. Like, this is what we do. We, get, we got fun songs. We have, we have fun records and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, we still known for that aggression and that, 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 that thoroughness about us and, and that swag. And yeah. I felt, felt like it's, it's coming back into place now. Yeah, it feels like it comes back in waves. I don't know if you see it like this, but like, it feels like every couple of years, New York, figures out how to reinvent the, the things that make New York hip-hop to its core and bring it to yeah. modern sounds. And that's what I felt yeah. like when I heard of you. It's because New York had it for so long. You know what I mean? Like, we, we had the game forever. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like other, 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 other uh, regions, other parts of the, of the country is hungry. They want, you know, they want to be heard. And once they locked in, you know what I mean? They took over and, and made sure of it. And I respect that. Like, down, like Atlanta... You know what I mean? And 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 um Chicago or, or Houston or even Cali, you know what I mean? Everybody got their own sounds. I feel like Atlanta, of course, Atlanta got it going still. But you know, New York gonna always be in there. We're gonna always be in that top, no matter what. Even if we chill for a little bit, we can never fall off, never lose. But we can chill for a minute and we come back major. And I feel like that's just what it is. I just feel like the talk about it takes away like that. It's like, yo, come on, my nigga, like this New York, we're gonna always be Gucci. No matter what, we're gonna always be good. I don't no, know what. I agree. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it just felt like things were going down, and then like I don't know. Like, I feel like the the new drill wave is like the the second coming of this of this generation. Like, first it was you, it was Bobby, it was all these other people from New York. Yeah. A boogie, Cardi B, like you know what I'm saying, like a whole different wave in New York, and now we're kind of seeing it reinvent itself. Yeah. Which is really nice, and um. Mm-hmm. As this transition is happening, do you see yourself kind of going with the evolution of New York, like with drill and such, or do you think you're going to stick more to your original sound going forward? Uh, I mean, I've been doing a couple of drill drums. Yeah, because, off the back, uh, you did. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, tapped into that, I tapped into that lane because I just feel like it, it, it's necessary. Like, if I'm going to get on a drill beat, I'm not going to sound like every other drill, drill artist. I'm going to sound like Young and May on it. You know what I mean? So it's like, a, it's almost like a, a refreshing of the drill. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, we, we, a lot of them, you know, a lot of people got their own, like, shout out to uh, Chef G and, and I think Sleepy Hollow. They got their own little delivery. Fabio, shout out to Fabio, the homie, got his own delivery. Pop Smoke had his own delivery. A lot of people, what they don't see on the outside is that they hear the drill beat and assume that everything sounds the same, but not realizing the way these artists are spitting and delivery wise. If you think about Atlanta, Atlanta, a lot of Atlanta beats is, is the same. You know what I mean? 808s claps you know what i mean and all that is just different artists with different different deliveries you know what i mean and and that is that i was saying that i feel like you're right like there, there's this weird generalization with drill that everybody sounds the same but i'd love for you someone to pull up two brooklyn drill artists that sound the same like everybody has right. their own flow like nope nobody sounds the same to me so when people say that it's only because they're not listening to the artists they're listening to the beat and assume like all right we it's that same little boom bop boom that boom, that drill shit, but like, 
a lot of the beats in the past from like you know west coast west coast beats all sound the same west coast type beats but just different artists with different delivery so it, i don't know why people do it but i'm i'm one of the type of people that's going to call it out and say yo listen that's that's not even true you can't say this man sound like this man or you know what i mean like it's just not it yeah the same type vibes but this is what we this is what new york is delivering right now so i definitely had to get on that that vibe because it's just something I'm into. I love the drill wave. Um, and I've been in the game for a little while now. So of course you gotta, I gotta, you know what I mean? Tap in, like even Drake is doing drill beats and stuff like that. Like it ain't nothing that's not popular or, or something that want to be on. It's something we want to be on. It's yeah. dope. And and as a fan, please keep rapping on drill beats. Please keep doing yeah, it. Yeah. It, it, sounds, yeah. it sounds yeah. so good. Like it sounds. I'm I'm taking I'm taking my interviewer hat off for a second. It sounds so good. Like <laughs> please you. keep doing it. Thank um, you. So, what steps do you think hip hop has to take to make it a more equitable and safe place for women in the LGBTQ plus community? Uh, when I'm asked this question, I always say uh, one thing about the label thing. You know, that's something I don't really speak upon too much because I don't I don't believe in the label, and that's one of the reasons why. I think I got kind of far in this game is because I didn't put focus on that. I wanted people to just focus on me as an artist. You know what I mean? I, I don't look at things as LGBT. I feel like we all one. We all eat talented, dope. You know what I mean? You're creative. We all in one bubble. We all in one world. You're just a separate human being with your own life. Yeah. But like, as far as like music wise, I feel like it just should be one big, it's just one acceptance. What you accept is what you accept. What you don't is what you don't. And came into the game. If you ain't fuck with me, you don't fuck with me. If you do, you do. And that's just what it was with me. I didn't look at it like I had to come in with some type of uh, label power to be accepted. I wasn't looking for acceptance. I just wanted to come in and do what I had to do for me and what I always loved as a, as a kid and as an artist and growing up into this industry and learning things and just being me. And that's just what it was. I feel like more people should just do that. Be yourself. Like, fuck all the what people got to say and all that, like eventually people, if you really dope, people going to fuck with you. And that's what I separated. And that's why I got a lot of people that's in my corner. Or I got a lot of fans and people that just rock with me, even if they don't accept that culture. It's just like, I respect MA for just doing her. You know what I mean? A lot of people don't like things forced on them. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't want nothing forced on me. You know what I mean? Like I love women. I wouldn't want no man forced on me. You know what I mean? Like yeah. not the same like that but it's just like that's how I, I view things i don't know how everybody else view things that's just always how i view things that's just been me all my life all right that makes sense um how do you feel about like award shows and mainstream attention at this point in your career versus like when you first started oh it's different now award shows i don't know when i grew up it was it really seemed like it meant something now i don't know what it is that's just all i i don't know what it is now i don't even like it's so social media is so strong and powerful now. People so accessible to you now. Like you can use that as your power. I don't really, like I said, and 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 just this recent recent freestyles that I just said, fuck a Grammy. I got the streets watch. That's why yeah. I because I heard the freestyle and I was like, I wonder what yeah. she thinks like what she thought before versus what she thinks now about it. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a trophy. You know what I mean? But I got plaques. You know what I mean? Platinum plaques from from my real fan base that's really out there supporting. Now, I mean, I believe that's my Grammy. I don't believe nobody's, I guess, a pain or decision or I don't know. I feel like certain people that, that they should have gave a Grammy didn't get a Grammy. So I kind of don't look at it fairly. I really don't care for it. Honestly, I just feel like 
it is what it is, and I'm past that. Like I'm I'm in my own zone, man. Yeah, that makes sense. And um, do you think your your like relationship with your core fans is more intimate because you started dropping music on YouTube and SoundCloud versus Spotify? I feel like that creates a more like one to one connection with your fans. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I've always been that artist. I've always been that artist where I I I tapped in with my supporters to release music. You know what I mean? Like I always wanted their opinions. I always wanted to know what they th thought about things. Cause I was always gonna do me, but I always wanted to kind of bring them in and, and engage with them. And, and make them feel like, you know, we feel like it's family. You know what I mean? And that's how you lock them in. That's how you lock in loyalty with people because they always feel like they're a part of your movement and your, you know, your, your, your brand and your, your progression and your, and your foundation. Like they are my foundation. They're the reason why I'm at where I'm at and where I'm continuing to be where I'm at. I don't look at all the outside things. Like to me, it's just, it's just all like fame and glamor. I'm more tapped into the, to the people. Yeah, I feel like that's what happens when you, like, build your fan base organically. Like, you were, as I remember, like, as a fan, I, like, would tap in. I remember when you dropped that Six God freestyle on SoundCloud. Like, I've been, yeah. bro. Yeah, yeah, man, like, it, it, it was so frustrating because I hate streaming service. I remember, like, looking for your stuff, and I was like, why is there nothing on streaming? I had to, like, download the SoundCloud app to, like, find your stuff. I had to, had to get the streets, man. You got you to gotta, you gotta build the streets first, man, before you jump that that lane and when you know once Ooh came out I just I took off and, and I was able to grab that you know what I mean Ooh was just more like a platform to kind of like get me out there out of that I guess that square of of of, of that of that street grind and kind of reeling the people on the outside that's really bandwagon fans but you know you eventually lock them in because now they, they fall in love with you because they they getting to know you now you know what I mean so yeah. that's that, that's how I look at things you know like I don't I don't care to constantly like be on like people this is one thing i wanted to say because a lot of people feel like um i don't know like people don't understand like when you're an independent artist uh and you don't have a label like it's it's not the what you think is gonna be like is it's not that it's like literally you're working amongst yourself like your team and your brand and how you're doing things you you're not caring for like charting on the billboards or this down the third, like behind closed scenes, like behind closed doors, like I'm, I got platinum plaques, man. Like I'm selling records, I'm still streaming crazy. I get all my royalties, I own my stuff. You know what I mean? So like, it's two different worlds in this business. And the people on the outside looking in, they look at it like the artists like me, and I'm quite sure it's more of me out there that's, you know, people don't get to see. We feel like they so underrated or they don't get the recognition. Now understanding that, yes, we do get recognition, we do. We just ain't getting recognition from y'all that's on the outside looking in. But every interview I do, everybody I speak to, they see I do numbers. They talk to me. They tell me, like, yo, you dope as out. I get I, I hear this all the time. So it's just like certain things when people say, yo, you're not dropping. I'm like, yes, I'm dropping. I'm dropping. You might not have seen it because you one of those people. Like, you one of those people. When them people speak, I'm like, okay, you, you in that category. And I got these people over here in this category that know exactly what's going on. But this, is, this one is, is outweighing this one. You know what I mean? And that matters to me. And that's why I'll be trying to, you know, I don't really explain it, but it's just like more so like, just y'all go ahead, just talk. Because you, cause you drop like a mixtape rapper from like the 2010s. Yeah. Like you drop all the time. You drop, I it drop like all the time. I drop all the time. And then if I take a break, it's because I'm working on something. Like people do that. Do it. Like people just don't know. Artists do that. Some artists do that. Not all artists is out here trying to just constantly be in your face. Sometimes I have a fan base that I know when I drop, they gonna go crazy for it. 
Yeah. No, I think um, people are just spoiled, in my, in my personal opinion. I think that, it's like... So much music. That's what it is. It's too much music out. It's too much accessibility. Like, too many. It's, like, too much. So people just expect to constantly, constantly hear shit, constantly. And then you got to be that artist that's, like, separate from what they doing. You got to fall back. And then you come back and you re-evaluate and re-up on all of them. Like, just go crazy after that. Yeah. And that's what right now. Especially in quarantine. Like, everybody's, like it's like made people like a hundred times more selfish. Like you drop an album, your comments are still going to be, yo, when are you dropping again? Right, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, y'all are just so bored. Like go outside. <laughs> outside, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I just saw your successful video, which was awesome, by the way. And I was wondering, what do you define as success in this point in your career? Um, I don't know. I just, I, Success to me, I think, is just never giving up and never going backwards. I feel like just constantly just moving forward, even if it's at your own speed, your own pace, your own, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I said. Like, people look at success to be, like, maybe a Grammy or something. But, like, a lot of things nowadays is, is, is not what you think it is. So it's like, is that really success? You know, a lot of things is getting, getting you know, milked. And, 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 and I don't know, it's just it's a little funny in this business, you know what I mean? And I appreciate the success that's naturally going for me. Like people naturally streaming my natural streams, natural uh, plaques on the wall. And, no and stuff that, you know what I mean? Like that's really happening for me, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I got over 3 million subscribers on YouTube, you know what I mean? My videos still do numbers, you know what I mean? Like that's, I look at success like just constant progression. That's it, you know what I mean? Like I'm not looking out for nobody to hand me a trophy. My trophies is coming because it's really my trophies. Like it's really what's happening. And that's how I look at success, like when it comes to music, you know what I mean? And just also just tapping into other things, getting involved in other investments, business and stuff like that. And just, you know, just staying, you know, I'm an adult, man, I'm grown, man. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like looking for a trophy and shit, that's like, like kid shit, bro. I just feel like I'm just feeding my family. I'm taking care of my family. Um, my fan base love me. I got a good team. And I just feel like I've made it from nowhere. I feel like that's my success. It's like never being in that position no more. Yeah. Can you, you know what I mean? Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, uh, no, I feel like you're like a rare position because like I seen you glow up. Like I, you're yeah. not just someone who like popped up and I was like, oh my God, did I, did I miss them coming up? Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I remember the videos of you in Brooklyn freestyling. So I've seen yeah. from like day one and now. Yeah. And I don't even really call, I, I wouldn't even even, con, even kind of say that's success because I still will go to my city and still be outside and still be around people who I once was around at one point. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just look at it more so like, I just been around the world. I was able to travel to places I never thought I would experience. You know what I mean? Like places and like countries that probably wouldn't even accept me and 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 my and my sexuality and stuff like that, where I've actually done shows and had people screaming and crying and singing my songs and like booking me and like you know what I mean, like that's success to me. My shoes is different. My shoes is a different shoe. You know what I mean? Like I'm not accepted everywhere. So like my success is that. My success is to be able to be accepted and 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 change people's minds in a way where people are just people. Yeah, that's a that's a great answer. Um... So you keep up, and we talked about this, that you keep up and evolve with the New York scene. But at the same time, you're an old school lyricist. You know what I mean? Like, you're right. like a back in the day lyricist. What do you, 
What do you think you take from both worlds for your sound? That's exactly what it is. It's, 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 it's adjusting to the, to the new sound and, and bringing what I've learned since I was nine years old into the new sound. So it's like the best of both worlds collabing. And I don't know, it's just in my mind. It's just something that I've stored. And it just naturally comes out because I am creative, because it's just something I've been doing for so long, because it's something I've been studying. Um, I really don't have like no blueprint of it, but it's just more so like, it's just naturally in my spirit, my energy. And uh, when I hear music, I just know like, I, you know, I'm tapped into what's going on now, but I also have an old soul. So I bring, you know, I, I, I bring the, you know, the bridge, you know, bridging the gap. Yeah, and, really nice. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? And that's what we do. That's what you, you get those fans, you get the old, older guys, older women, and then you get the young, young people that's rocking with you. And that's how you do it. Yeah. And in, in terms of lyricism, do you think you're more comp competitive with other MCs or yourself? Uh, you get what I'm asking there? Sorry if that took a little confusing. Yeah, you, you, I, I mean, I get what you're saying, like, more so, like, competition-wise, like, like in your head, when you're writing lyrics, are you like, oh, I'm competing with what I've written before, or are you competing with the, with the batch of rappers that like that are current? Both, both. This is this is a competitive game. I, I feel like any anybody that's an artist for real knows that. Like you can't not be in this game with a bunch of like artists and musicians and people in this industry to not think that you have to step it up because maybe you heard this and like, oh no, nah, I got I finesse on this part, or you heard something you had before and you want to up your game. Like, yeah, that's all just part of being an artist. That's automatic. There ain't even no way to explain that. Everybody should be thinking like that. You know what I mean? You th that's, that's kind of what make you go crazy. You know what I mean? Like make you go up, make you turn up basically like, and then, you know, to me, like with music too, it's all about feelings too. Like when I have my songs, when I, maybe I'm going through something and that's when I'm like in a different zone. Like when you creating music, man, you be in so so many different worlds is 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 weird. But it's is is being an artist, is creative, is you that 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 one. And um if you were to go bar for bar for anyone with anyone dead or alive, because I know your answer alive is Jay, but if it dead or alive, who would it be? Uh bar for bar with I mean I think the most legendary shit would be with Jay-Z from, you know what I mean? Like if Jay-Z was still like on that time and me and him going back and forth on the track, oh, I'm with him. You think? We, yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm rocking, we back and forth. I'm coming, you coming, pause, and we rocking out. And I'm going, I'm, I'm be on that level of spitting. I would love to hear that. That would be like, <laughs> my ears. <laughs> Brooklyn, that's Brooklyn energy, man. That's Brooklyn vibes, man. Nobody can never deny that. And, he, uh, he probably have a different bracket of talking. His bracket, <laughs> his bracket, his bracket. Of course, like I can't, I can't speak on shit that he gonna speak on because that's billionaire status. I'm just gonna speak on my my millionaire status of things and what I got going on. But I'm still gonna be toe to toe for you in my world. And then you gonna do what you do in your world, and that's just on that. And however anybody want to take it and relate to it, they, that's how they take it and relate to it. You get inspired by Jay, cause he's in that top bracket. So you're like, damn, that nigga talking billionaire talk. And you get inspired by me because I'm independent. You know what I mean? I'm I'm, I'm young, you know, shorty, sexuality, all that. 
and I'm still, you know, I made it from nothing too. You know what I mean? And I'm in that bracket. And there's people who eventually is in that bracket that can relate to what I, you know what I mean? What yeah. I've been through. Yeah, I feel like bars don't have a currency though. I think yeah. I'd love, to, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like I wouldn't want to hear Jeff Bezos rap. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care, bars are bars. I'd love to hear that though. Right. Um, the energy. What do you think the effect of your career has been on hip hop? Um, I think my, my effect is more so just being so confident. A lot of people tell me that. Like, I'm always, I know I'm confident because I'm confident. You know what I mean? I don't want to say, like, I'm confident. But people tell me that. So it's like, I know I'm confident because I feel confident. So when people tell me that, it's like, I know that's true because that's how I feel when I make music. And I just feel like that impact of me just literally being me all the time. Like all the time, like even to down to my videos where I don't even always need big budget videos. I could just shoot on some calm shit. I don't need no big houses. I don't need a bunch of foreign cars. I don't need a bunch of women. I could just shoot a video and it'll still go. You know what I mean? It's just me being myself at the moment. I just feel like people just feel like they can just engage with me more like that. And I feel like that's like my impact more. Like I'm, I'm kind of like the eyeball a little bit of the people that want to be the eyeball if that makes sense, you know what I mean? And But I'm I'm still on Niggas Next. I'm no, still. I, I, you're the only music video I've ever been to. And what you're describing mm. is exactly that. Like, you were just one of the people. Like, like I was shaking and shit, but you, like, made it so easy to talk to you because you're just, like, a very down-to-earth person. Yeah, I'll be chilling, man. I, don't, I just put up a post, too, with Bob Marley. Um, I think it was yesterday. And um, he was speaking. He was talking. He had an interview. And a guy asked him about fame and he was like, um, he said, I, I, he said, the guy asked him, how do you handle fame? He said, like fame, he's like, I handle fame by not being famous mentally, meaning like he don't let the shit get to his head. So like, of course we know we famous. We know people look at us on the outside as famous people. But like when you mentally feel like you're famous, sometimes that can fuck you up. You know what I mean? Like it could really like have you in a in a in a a different world of, of a mental where you kind of like lose yourself. And that's what Bob Marley was basically saying. Like I don't I don't want nobody to I don't want my my head to be big. I want to still feel like I'm that same person I've always been from the beginning. And whatever y'all take from it, that's what y'all take from it out there. But here in this bubble. I just feel still feel like that musician that always just wanted to make music and do it because I, I just want to do it how I want to do it, not because somebody else is controlling me. No, and I, I feel like that's why I'm still so tapped in with what you do, if that makes sense. Like, I still look for, like, you rapping on other people's beats because yeah. I just feel like you never sold out. Yeah. Like, me, per just me, not as a journalist, as, like, a fan, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like yeah. you just always are yourself yeah nobody i don't i don't I, I don't just don't let nobody control me you know that that's that's basically what it is when people sell out it's more so somebody controlling controlling you, you yeah, it's I mean? like their fault that at some point it's like you know you, you probably signed a bad deal and now right. you're caught yeah, in a deal. yep and that's why only reason i even jumped back on the freestyle tip because I, I even told my team I, I told them like a lot of people done told me like yo bro you know what i mean like you do a freestyle or whatever. And it's crazy how the, how the universe works. Like, we remember, like, the freestyle game was, like, 2014, 2015. Like, 
2016, like that was when people was doing freestyles to other people's beats. That era stopped. And I stopped because I'm like, all right, first of all, I don't profit from this besides maybe a show or two. You know what I mean? Maybe shows. But like streaming wise, no, you don't make money off. Yeah, you can't you know, do it. Because exactly. stopped it. But you know, now, you know, I'm the type of person, I studied the game. I'm seeing people doing it again. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot. This is what I do. So now I'm going to do it. Why wouldn't I do it? Plus, I got a project coming up. Oh, yeah, I'm on your asses. And it didn't leave. Like, I'm still that. Like, I'm still that young and made. Don't ever get it misconstrued. I can come back on that time. And that's exactly what I did. So that's what it is. Now, I felt that all off the act. And you said at the beginning. They were like, mm -hmm. oh, they asked me for this on this. Yeah, see that time. That's what I want the mob to know. Like, I pay attention to what people say, but y'all got to understand, like, you, you still got to have, like, those records where, you know what I mean? Like, you kind of got to step off a little bit. Can't always be that one. And I just I be just wanted to prove to people, like, I could make these records, too. And I understand what people love me for, and that's cool. But I'm still going to step out a little bit. But don't ever get a missing school. Like, I can't tap back in on that lane. You know what I mean? So, with this project, too, um, this project I got dropped, it's more mixtape vibes. And it's, 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 it's definitely more, like, aggressive young and made, but I did tap in to like, like you said, like we was just talking about, like where I can kind of like, the flow could kind of like switch, like where I, I, I tap into a different sound, different vibe. Still sound like young and made, but we do got those joints where it's like, it's, it's not just one set tone of things. Like I'm here, I'm there, I'm there. Like, this project is cool as fuck, man. Like this one, this one of them joints I have fun with. I ain't even gonna hold you. I have fun with this one. This one gonna be a different vibe. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Aggressive Young MA is my favorite Young MA. Like, No Mercy, that's probably like one of my favorite songs of you. Yeah, I tap into that, boy. Like, I get into that, man. Put it that's in me. a watch. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah. All, I, I love that record, man. Um, as always. Are there any features? Uh, you don't have to like, I know you probably can't say it, but like, are, are you trying to yeah. get into that lane or? No, I got, on this project, I, this time I actually do have two uh, features on here from, from the industry. And I'm not going, I never do too much features because I'm not going to do too much features off the first get-go because of course my first album, Her Story in the Making, I had no features. I just had like artists I had signed to me on my project, of course, just to give them that, you know, some, some love or whatever the case, but no features. Um, Red Flu, no features. No features. You know what I mean? Like, everybody know me for not having features. This is already in the books already. But, like, with this project, I did actually put two two industry artists on here because, you know, of course, like, it's like, you know, at this point, like, I'm, I'm, I'm setting the stage now. It's like I already, I did the no feature shit. I don't need nobody to be on my records for me to pop. Cool. I'm excited. So, I'm excited to see who it is. Go, now we go to the next level of things. Like, I did that part. And we go to the next level of things. Y'all want to see? Y'all want to see features? Y'all want features? Say less. Cool. Let's go. I I do. I would I would I would like. I, I just want to see what it's like. You know what I'm saying? Just because I know. Yeah. I know everybody want to see, it. and that's exactly why I did it at the right time. And you don't give them everything at once, man. I'm giving y'all a free game right now. I'm not even gonna hold y'all. Like with this game, bro. I'm like, I got it figured out. I had it figured out for mad long now. Already, I already know what I'm doing. I've been to what I was doing. So when I see people talk and speak, it's funny how the same people that da 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 really, really be wanting to know my game plan behind closed doors, no cap. Because you're probably one of the more successful independent rappers of our time. 
Like, no, but, and, and the thing is, you've stayed independent. That's the difference between you and a lot of other people is that, like, you know, a lot of people are independent, yada, yada, to a certain point, then they're going to sign a publishing or they're going to sign some sort of deal and mm-hmm. you haven't at all. Yeah. That's the difference. And yeah. what do you think that's done for your career? Like, just being fully independent, like, probably one of the only, like, big independent rappers of our time. Yep, not signed to a label. I mean, like, you know, like, I don't know. I don't, people, people be looking at it like, like, how do you do it? And I just be looking at it like, how do you do it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no cap. Like, that shit is, I'm scared, low key. Like, I ain't gonna lie. Like, like not in like a fearful way, but like more so like in a skeptical way, like in a hesitant way. Like, I don't know if, 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 you know what I mean? Like, if I do do a label deal, it would have to definitely be a partnership. Definitely have to be a partnership. I have to you gotta you gotta talk money to me because I done developed myself as an artist already. I know what to do. So now if you get on the team, we double up. Cause I already know what to do just off GP for me. So now you come bring this machine for me. Are we going up? We going crazy. Now you put yourself in a really unique position. Yo, I, this is what I'm saying. I'm preparing for this shit. I wanted to learn this shit. I have to know I'm I'm on, I'm, I'm in, my mind is on CEO. I'm not just rapping, like, I'm not just an artist. Like, I'm, I'm trying to learn this shit for, for the long run. This ain't just temporary for me. I have so many shoes to fill. So what's your biggest goal in the next five years? Because I know that you have an Shit like that. Like, shit like those type of deals, partnerships. Know what I mean? Not nobody that's trying to lock me, headlock me in and, and take control. Nah, let's. Come on, me and you, let's work together. And we're going to build from there. I got this. I already got this to the table. What could you offer so we can, we can elevate together? No, I would love to see it. I think that you have one of the brightest futures in hip-hop. And I mean that as a person, not as, a, not as someone who's interviewing you. Yeah, no cap, man. I, done, I, done, I, done did, I did the Mr. Robot TV show. I got my own sex toy line. They always talk about my strap. Went and did a partnership with Doc Johnson. I got my vibrators coming. I got my own sex toy line. Like, I mean, I'm tapping into different things that no one's ever done before. Yeah. No, it's, I, I really think that. I had a whole porn. I directed a whole porn. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm where the money resides. And that's why Mary had a little land. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, 